I would like to give thanks to the ancestors, known and unknown, those who have paved the way for us to survive this moment of time and to have a reference point to use as a blueprint to deal with these hellish times we are living in. I would also like to give honor and reverence to the woman of the universe for your superior work, for bringing forth the spiritual information through the triple stage of darkness of your womb and giving birth to God. We would like to give reverence to the universe and praises to the indigenous. My name is Raheem Shabazz and this is Necessary Blackness Podcast. Necessary Blackness Podcast, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. with award-winning journalist and filmmaker Raheem Shabazz. This podcast is only for those who are unapologetic because the mind of the conscious man or woman recognizes no monopoly on truth. Truth is relative and always to be sought. Yo, check out the award-winning docuseries Elementary Genocide. This docuseries provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. This docuseries features Dr. Umar Johnson, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, Killer Mike, David Banner, Professor James Small, Kaba Kamene, and so many other people. Check out Elementary Genocide, the School to Prison Pipeline, Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration, and the latest installment. Elementary Genocide 3, The Academic Holocaust. It's all available now at elementarygenocide.com. Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. You'll hear it here first. (laughs) Now our feature presentation. Tune in for the drop. I am Dr. Kira Taylor, and when I'm tired of listening to fake news, I will listen to some real news, and I will check into the necessary Blackness Podcast with my friend Raheem Shabazz. Raheem Shabazz is one of my guys from way back, and you're now listening to his show, Necessary Blackness Podcast. Stay tuned. This is a cool up cultivated roots media, and I choose to tune into Necessary Blackness because staying connected to my blackness is very necessary. Peace and power, black family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. And today, family, we have a special guest in the building, my brother, Tariq from the Guy Sneakers. And we're going to talk about his footwear and some of the things that are going on with his company. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Tariq to Necessary Blackness Podcast. How you doing, brother? Peace, fam. How are you? I'm good. So, what's going on, man? <laughs> um, For those that don't know Tariq, I want you to... Real quickly, give us a background on who Tariq is. I was born in the Apple, raised in the Peach, Bronx, New York, Savannah, Georgia. Come up, as two sisters, you know, mom and dad, all of that. And I always was an entrepreneur. I can remember my first entrepreneur thing where I used to read comic books and they was sell they was, you know, had the little things on the back. I ordered the bubs. I would go to door to door selling tulips. That was my first business. Second business was selling Starbursts in school. Then, you know, moved up and went back to clothes with Nubian style. 
and things of that nature. So I've always been a serial entrepreneur. This is our latest adventure, the shoe game, been in it now for two and a half years. All right, before you get into the shoe game, many people might not know you are the creative force as well as the CEO behind Urban Air Fresheners. Yes, sir. So that was where I know you from. Right. And what year was that? That was uh, about 2001. I was just coming off of uh, the uh, 99. We came out with Visions of the 10th Chamber with Papa Wu and Riz and the Wu-Tang Clan. I don't know if you remember that. but we Yeah, I remember just, that. Yeah, we was fresh off of that. And, uh, you know, the air freshener was wide open. I was like, look, if we take the images, at the time you had G-Unit, you had Disturbing the Peace, all of them had emblems. You had the tank with Master P. So our idea was, look, man, let's get all the rights to that, put it on an air freshener, paper air freshener. That'll be the first time something like that was done in the game. And we proceeded to do that, got the press release, a lot of press got behind us. But what we had the problem was with the distribution, the good old boy network wouldn't let us in. What were some of the problems that you had as a black entrepreneur entering that game with the distribution? They just didn't want to deal with a black man. You know, they did not want to give us the you know, the avenue or one of the sales reps from PSKB and they sales rep. They took it to uh Dollar General, said they got thirteen thousand stores worldwide. This would be perfect for them. They got an urban market off the chain. Oh, you're gonna love it. So, you know, they went to him, took it to him. The, the buyer said, Oh man, this is perfect for us. You know, we'll sell a lot of these. You know, that's what he told me. That's what they said. But it was only one problem. We can't get you past the good old boy network. So, you know, the internet changed the game for us, though. You know, but that was back in, that was back about 2010. You understand what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we had problems getting in. They knew it was a good idea, but they would not let you in. You know, they have all kind of black minority supplier certification that's supposed to let you get in the game because if you do business with a supplier, you know, it'll be a tax write-off and all that. Mm -hmm. That's the Georgia supplier. They have the national one where you can sign up uh, to get, um, if you want to get products on the shelf. So, you know, but that type thing is two-way. You got to be making money. You know, you got to have a lot going on before you can get that certification at that time. Now it's a lot easier to get your certification but that's was the hurdles that we, you know, that we got into, and it just wasn't feasible for a dollar air freshener online. You know, that's an impulse item that you gotta. So it was an uphill battle all the way. We learned a lot. You know, we helped Ed Hardy get in. You know, they let I them remember in. That. I remember, you remember that. that? I got the contract on Facebook to this day, where they signed and gave me ninety days to make it happen because I understood distribution from working with Papa Wu. Now, uh-huh. let me ask you something. Did you eat off of that uh, Ed Hardy? No, nah, I didn't eat off that Ed Hardy. They iced me out. They got in, but they, I just asked them for 90 days. So what they did was they waited me out. And then, you know, the connects that uh, we established, they went white boy to white boy. They they asked me out. Wow. Uh, you know, but yeah, that's a part of the process. We grew, understood what's going on. But thank God for the internet because that allowed us distribution. We wouldn't be able to be... Uh, selling sneakers like we're selling sneakers if it wasn't for the internet, social media, and things of that nature. All right, now I want to stop you right there, right? Mm-hmm. The guy sneakers, you have several different types of sneakers. The ones you're wearing right now is crazy. 
What are those that you got on? Those the Marcus Garvey African running sneakers. All right. And what's the ones that I got from you? Those the original African R-Star looking joints. Uh, those are those, uh, first Nat Turners. All right. And you got those in, in leather now too as well, right? Yeah. Well, we, we ran a line when we first came out. We discontinuing that line. We got now just... Uh, lady sizes, small sizes, and those, and we're going to discontinue that line for a little while and bring it back later down the line. But we're bringing more lines, more intricate designs to the marketplace right now. And, you know, we want to uh, do like Nike and them do. They only put limited editions out. That's so how those you are do limited it. editions. All right. All yes, right. Sir. So, yeah, I'm going to keep mine in some plastic because yes, those are the first one and they're classic. That's right. And speaking of classic, you got a hip hop iconic figure that has endorsed your sneakers. You want to tell us about that? In fact, I've seen several different celebrities wearing them. Right. Tell us some of the celebrities that have been spotted thus far wearing the RBG sneakers and tell us which celebrity endorsed it. All right. Uh, Boosie Badass is one of them from Baton Rouge. He's a down south legend. He backed us. Uh, put his put our sneakers on his Instagram page, and now you know we're doing a shoot for him. We also doing a shoot for uh, the East Side Boys from Little John and the East Side Boys. They making a comeback. We ha they also have the guys from Juju on that beat. We also doing a shoot for the uh, Judge, uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Sotomayor for Puerto Rico fundraiser, where we ain't taking no dough for that because you know they need help. And we here to serve. So that's just to name a few of them. Um, that's down the pipe. We done had talks with Bum B. You know, he interested. Greg Street uh, interested in what we're doing and taking it to the next level. We're doing the shoe for the cappers. One of the things that I think is very profound and that I respect about you is that you're not just making a shoe that is empowering you also making it where individuals can earn revenue off of this. So this is there's a profit sharing model that you have set up for not only retailers, for individuals that want to get their own shoes. Mm -hmm. You are actually showing them the game. Right. Talk to me a little bit about that and how people can get in bed with you business-wise and you do a profit sharing model with them. All right. We have an affiliate program where we pay commission to churches, schools, African-centered schools, individuals. The site to sign up for that would be uh, Nagas Footwear, N-A-G-A-S-T-F-O-O-T-W-E-A-R.com. Go there and sign up. And when you sign up, you'll get a uh you'll get a, a username, a link where you can put it on your social media, your website, promote uh the sneakers and you'll you'll get a profit from that. We do that because we know that our people in need uh, uh for extra income and it's from us, it's by us, it's our culture, so we ought to eat off the culture. So that's that program. And then anybody who have a ever want to put out their own shoe. And have a following a little money. You design the shoe. We'll design the shoe for you. We have three packages that'll get your shoe. And uh, we'll get it right. Once you got the shoe like you want it, then we proceed to make the shoe. That's a thousand is the minimum uh orders that we could do 
with the manufacturer that we're dealing over there. But we opening up that lane for anybody. It's going, But, you know, with social media, our thing is we have a blueprint. The way we got into the game was social media. You show the people your shoe. If they like it, they can pre-order the shoe. They trust you. You loved in the community. You respect it. Are you doing something for an organization? Which that's what we need to get to. This is for organizations, grassroots organizations, to stop supporting Nike. Which is nothing wrong with Nike and Adidas, other than the fact that they don't put money back into us. You understand what I'm saying? We got to stop giving and caring about one another. So what we're doing is saying we Frank Lucas the game. We cut out the middleman, and we saying we know we got problems being only 50 years from Brown versus the Board of Education, 50 years from Jim Crow, being that we was bo being born when all this stuff was coming out, we're being done, being raised in the 80s, from the hip-hop, native tongue, and all of that. So what we did with the sneaker game is we taking all the old designs and remixing them just like we took the music and remixed all the old music. So we know the problems and we try to uh, solve some of the problems by bringing in other people and bringing them into the game where they would have never been able to get in there before. So yeah, anybody who got dreams and, and goals and aspirations of doing a shoe, anybody that have a grassroots organization that want to raise funds within their community, say this brother saying we'll split the profit, not because uh, we have to do it, because we know that that's a solution to help us get some of these problems solved in our community. So that's what that program is about. That's that project Ujima. We just did one with uh, Betty Shabazz School, a fundraiser where we split the profits. We did another Lance Shabazz School in New York and Brooklyn. Uh, we did that with them. And we, you know, we getting ready to get more staff in on board so that we could take the time out to reach out to these organizations and make them aware. But the organizations got to be awoke at the wheel. You tell them a great idea like this, they so used to being dormant. Since the death of these leaders, you know, you can you you know you can hear echoes in the halls because the people who run in the show is sleep at the wheel. I come to if I come to the UNIA, if I come to the Moors, if I come to the Nation of Islam, if I come to uh these organizations and say we're gonna split the profits, you know what I mean why wouldn't you take that deal? Mm. That's a good question. And that's what we wanna do for our people because we know we need. I respect that. Here's a man that's willing to split the profit. And not only that, he just broke down mathematically what it's going to cost to get in the game and how you can be economically uh, stable by participating in the, um, the profit sharing. Uh, and what's the name of that again? Project Cooperative Ujima. Economics. Make sure we don't celebrate Project Ujima just when it's Kwanzaa. This is every day, and this is going on with Nagas Footwear. This is Raheem Shabazz, a Necessary Blackness podcast. I want y'all to stay tuned, and we're going to be right back with Tariq. We're going to discuss what he has going on next, and we got some big things to talk about. Peace and Black Power, family. Elementary Genocide provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. Visit our website at www.elementarygenocide.com. Now available, Elementary Genocide, the School to Prison Pipeline. Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration. And the newest release, 
Elementary Genocide 3, Academic Holocaust. Log on today to purchase your very own three-set docu-series. Necessary Blackness Podcast is independently owned, and we do not accept sponsorship dollars from corporations. We are supported by the people such as yourself who know that in war, the first casualty is the truth. We are at war with racism and white supremacy. We must continue to tell the truth. Support us by purchasing your Necessary Blackness t-shirt by sending an email to NecessaryBlacknessPodcast at gmail.com. This is Shalee. When I'm not in the gym, I'm checking my son out on his podcast each and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Make sure you check out Raheem Shabazz. Yeah, this is Professor Ed Garns, founder of The Wonderful from Afros to Shell Toes and Sweet Tea Ethics. When I am not spreading liberation theology throughout my classrooms as an African-centered therapist, I am chilling with my homie, Raheem Shabazz, on a necessary Blackness Podcast. It's essential. Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. You'll hear it here first. Uh, this is Candace D. McKinley. I'm running for school board, District 2. The election is May 22nd. Again, the election is May 22nd. Please come out and vote. Tell your friends, everybody, that Candace D. McKinley is running. And I'm here for all children to have the opportunity to have success in their schools. Thank you so much. Peace, family. This is Tyreek from Nagas Footwear, the first African prize sneaker. We have the Nat Turners, the Marcus Garvey's at sneakerscustoms.com. Stop on over, get your sneakers, and stride with pride. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from our quick commercial break, and I'm still sitting right here with Tyreek of Nagas Sneaker Footwear. So make sure y'all check that out. And if you're just joining us, we've been talking about entrepreneurship and getting in the game and he has a profit sharing model where he's helping other individuals to recreate the same magic that he has so he's chopping up good game here family um he talked about being a vendor getting your vendor's license uh, being involved in the minority supplier program and getting your certification. Because once you have that certification, you can do a lot of things with that certification. You're certified as a minority business and people that buy from you wholesale, they're able to write it off as a tax write-off. So that gives them an incentive to deal with minority business owners. Now, off the air... Me and you was talking, me and the brother, we always talking, and you was telling me about the rubber and where it come from. Can you share that perspective with our viewers? Yes, sir. That's when we start talking to our people and breaking down, because you know, I have had people come on and say, brother, I love what you're doing, but you're not Nike. You know what I mean? As if Nike has a manufacturing company in heaven. As if the leather is being washed three times a day. They feed them golden hay and all of these things. You know, we caught up. You know what I mean? And white man ice is, is uh, colder than black man ice. But at the end of the day, I was telling the family that leather come from a cow. Rubber come from a rubber tree. When rubber is indigenous 
to you know Africa, South America, things of that country, the raw material. All of it come from Earth. All of it come from God. So at the end of the day, it's really boils down to who you down with and who you clown with. We get our uh, 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 shoes made the same place. Nike, Fila, Adidas, all the big brands do. We Frank Lucas the game. So that's the first thing we say to people that you have to wake up to that realization that leather comes from a cow. You know. So that's what I mean by that when we talk about that. And we so caught up. We're by a pair of polo and don't even know the rules of the game. Polo shoes, polo hat, don't even know the rule. You know, us as a people, we are out. Cinco de Mayo, the Mexicans. We are out Irish to Irish on uh, St. Patrick's Day. You understand? We everything but who we want to be, or uh, who we are. So, you know, that come along with the indoctrination. And when we trying to break you the, the spell and get you out of that sucking place, first thing we have to do is bring you, break you down to the very last compound and have you realize that leather comes from a cow and rubber comes from a rubber tree. Let's start there. Mm. Y'all heard that, family. Now, you mentioned about Nike. And there was a meme that was going around that was very disturbing. Nike is putting out a red, black, and green sneaker. Now, I may be wrong, and you could correct me on this. And if I'm wrong, I stand corrected. But the RBG, the red, black, and green, you was the first person that I see do that as far as the sneakers. And then they trying to capitalize by releasing theirs during the Black History Month. Am I correct in my assessment, brother? Yes, sir. To my knowledge, we the first. That's how we put it out in the press release. We're the first one to put our, our culture on a footwear. Now, we know, I heard, because I've been talking to people and saying that, and they said that Nike did acknowledge Black History Month in the past, but they never did the red, black, and the green. All right, so imitation is the best form of flattery, as they say. So, yo, we ain't trying to be flattered over here. So don't go get that imitation. Make sure you keep it on the black hand side and support our brother. And speaking of support, last year, 2017, you was the proud recipient of the Black Power Award for cultural fashion and for your sneakers. Tell us about that moment and how did you feel being acknowledged for something that you put your sweat, blood, and tears in. Well, man, a wonderful feeling, man. It's it's a wonderful feeling to be acknowledged by your peers. You know, it make you feel good because, you know, we come from such a great people and you wonder, well, where's my greatness and how my greatness going to manifest itself to the world being that I come from such a great people, you know. And to be able to come with something simple but something that hadn't been done, you know, it was a great feeling. I appreciate it. And the support of the people, you know. So, yes, sir. That's how that went. All right. But that's not all. 2018, July 7th, in the Mecca of New York City, you are being nominated for a Sarnetto Award. Talk that real spit. All right, now. <laughs> and, and, and what's so ironic about it is that uh, the year prior to that, you was there. You watched me. Yes, sir. Get on that stage. 
get behind that podium and receive that award for best documentary the next year while I was in attendance. I watched you go up there and you received that award as well. Yes. And then now both of us right. are nominated for the Sarnetto Award. So, brother, I want to congratulate you. Same to you, fam. I hope to see you. I'm going to put it in the universe. July 7th, Tariq is definitely going to get that award. So, listen, before we go and before we wrap it up, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you that you would like to say in your last closing words? Well, the website is sneakerscustoms.com where you can come. And buy your pair of sneakers and look like look at what we have for sale. That's www.sneakers, S-N-E-A-K-E-R-S-C-U-S-T-O-M.com. So that's plural. Sneakers, with an S on the end, custom, singular, dot com. Sneakerscustoms.com. Stop by, give us a call. Our IG is naggis.footwear. Come check us out over there. We come out with the different fashion because our whole thing is to to bring balance to the marketplace. Now you see the shirts coming out. They got the Mary, white Mary on there. Well, we got the black Madonna coming out. You know what I'm saying? Well, every lie they put out, we got to, you know, we have to balance that with the truth. You know, they got us out here worshiping a Greek goddess with Nike of war. You understand what I'm saying? So we come with Nagas, uh, which means kings and am hearted. So that's what we're doing. You know, we want our people, the water of our for our people. Because, you know, we going, we want to, like I said earlier, be everything but black. You know, we out Cinco de Mayo, the Mexicans. We out Irish to Irish, St. Patrick's Day. You know what I mean? When it comes to Malcolm X Festival, where y'all at? You know what I mean? Y'all want to be everything but yourself, but we trying to get you back home. You know what I mean? I hope some of these words to the unconscious, because I know it's a lot of conscious in your audience, but we talking to the unconscious. And those that are conscious, you got to be real about it. Everybody got to have a sneaker of these. You can, in your wardrobe, if you don't have nothing from your people in there, which, what really are you at the end of the day? Where your thoughts at? Where your black dollar going? You know, support the home team, man. We here from y'all. For y'all. That's right. You heard it right here first on Necessary Blackness Podcast, and that's Tariq. From Nagas Sneakers, make sure y'all go out and support that. I'll see you, family, right here, same time, same place, next week. Peace and black power. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is the lowrider guru, Thomas T.J. Lofton from Compton, California. When I'm traveling around the world or I'm in the car, I got Necessary Blackness podcast on checking out my man, Ryan Shabazz. Yo, what up? It is the Mohawk and Real Talk and Living Fully Businessfully, Dave Anderson of the Business Fully Podcast. You know me when you see me. You've heard me in these streets. If you haven't, that's just me breathing down your neck. You are listening to the Necessary Blackness podcast with my brother, my homeboy, my main Number one cousin from another oven, my man Ryan Shabazz, man. Get in, get your mind right because it's necessary. This is Siraj, founder of the Man in the Mirror Project, hanging out with Raheem Shabazz all the way from the UK, representing that Necessary Blackness podcast. Peace. This is Zaza Ali. And when I am not studying the science of the universe and the laws of creation, I am listening to the big homie Raheem Shabazz on Necessary Blackness. Make sure you support. Peace. Persons interested in broadcasting a commercial can reach us via email at necessaryblacknesspodcast at gmail.com. Necessary Blackness is distributed on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, 
iHeart, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and Google Play. We'll also promote your business and product across our various social media networks, reaching over 100,000 people daily. Hey, what's going on, man? It's Arthur Emma Henry here. Whenever I want to get the latest on politics, social life issues facing our black community, I tune in to Necessary Blackness with Raheem Shabazz. Okay, that's going to do it for us right here at Necessary Blackness Podcast. And I am your host, Raheem Shabazz. And family, I need everybody to stay safe in your travels, in your walks of life. And speaking of traveling, I will be in Ohio tomorrow. And in the coming weeks, I will be in Denver, Colorado, as well as Detroit, Michigan. So stay tuned for those dates, family. And here's some music to ride out to while you stay safe in those streets. Always beware. Because as a black man, as a black woman, you are a target for racism and white supremacy. Uh, I think all of us have to do some soul searching to figure out how does something like this happen. And that means that we examine uh, the laws and the context for what happened, uh, as well as the uh, specifics of the incident. But my main message is is, uh, to the parents of uh, Trayvon Martin. You know, if I had a son, he'd look like Trayvon. Trigger man. The world's in a dark place. 
Because of the hatred towards the dark face It ain't a race car thing Because it's not a car race It's your place and my place That'll make it our place This hate runs deep before the 1800s With a hoodie and they can kill you That's the way they run it And the man killed the boy That's the way they hunting And the cops with all the laws Is the way they running Homicide's justified Because of your skin tone If they left us in Africa We would have been home Think of that sucker ass trigger man Before you gonna kill a black little man Insane world that the scene's in They gonna treat you different if you ain't got the same skin And that element is whack And the sad shit about it is the president's black